Welcome everyone to I Can't Book This, episode 14. I'm your host, Fredo, joined by my co-host, Eddie, and we're here to talk about wrestling. Starting things off this week on Sunday with Hell in a Cell, the kickoff show, it was Rusev and Aiden English versus The New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Now, once again, we've already spoke on it, so I'm sure you guys know how we feel about titles being on the pre-show, so it was already a thumbs down for me already, just for it being a title on there, but... uh. Other than that, man, uh, it was it, to me it wasn't nothing too special. I was hoping, obviously, for a different outcome, but um, yeah, it obviously didn't go out that way. Fucking New Day retained. Root Seven, Aiden English just got to eat a shit sandwich again. <laughs> what was your take on it? Like them, well, the outcome, I guess. Uh, I just feel like it's just a never-ending pattern with the WWE. They're constantly getting like things get over without them wanting to get over and then when it does get over and the crowd's actually behind the shit just because Vince didn't think it was going to happen or he didn't want it to happen I feel like they just purposely ruined shit yeah I totally agree with that and 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 at this point like I'm going to be honest I didn't even watch it I, okay how how do you how do you want me to care about your champions and care about a belt when it can't even be on a main card you guys don't even care about it. Yeah, I can I can agree with that also. Like you guys obviously don't care about it that much. Like like it how how are, how how am I supposed to pay and pay like sit there and try to tune in and you don't even care about it. So and and and, and honestly man like this this is like a never ending pattern and 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 you 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 guys need to start wising up because there's people closer on your heels than you fucking think. They're they're one TV deal away from you guys having to, well, fuck, we have seven hours worth of content every week and we're only getting two hours of fucking real content. Yeah, and trust me, it's not going to be like when TNA tried to, you know, reenact the Monday Night Wars with you guys. It's going to be some actual competition, (laughs) you know, like there's some hot shit out there. There's too many different promotions, you know what I mean? Like they should be thinking they're lucky stars that these guys don't have TV deals in the States. You know, like <laughs> and, and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it 100. You saw what happened at All In. There's there's fans out there that don't like the WWE, and they have they have every right in my yep. opinion. Before I used to question it, like how the fuck do you not like you know the Mecca? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, how? But you know when you get there and you get your eyes on different products and you see these different guys that you've never heard about, or maybe you did. And you didn't expect much of them, but then you see how they've progressed and where they're at now. It's like Juice Robinson, obviously, is like one of the guys that we can speak of. Like, it's like, wow, yeah, like, uh, why am I settling for this bullshit? Like, how we've been speaking about every week, all these hours, and barely anything coming from it. When you can watch a New Japan or, you know, a AAA show or a CMLL show or whatever, or Ring Honor, whatever, whatever your preference is, and you can get so much more than that. With their smaller scale of schedule, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. Yeah, but uh, but overall, though, I mean, I just, I don't understand because the, the New Day don't need the belts. I guess in their eyes, the way I feel about it is they looking at it like uh, they need something because we can't, they're too big and too hot to just have them do nothing. But I don't agree with that outlook, though. That I, don't mean shit to me. I, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it. And, and you could have them putting over talent. You could have them help build tag teams you you can have them have great match because they're all good workers yeah so so like i'm not trying to shit on the new day but you've had your time 
Mm-hmm. And 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 unique and the tag team title picture on SmackDown, you have you have Sanity, you know, you have the Bar, you have the Usos. They need the belt more than them, because they're yeah, gonna their yeah, merch at the end of the day their merch will sell. Yep. So can 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 we just get real and like and 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 whoever's booking this shit, man, uh, Vince, I'm here, dog. Like if you really need somebody to to really make your brand great. Because you got people on your heels nipping at them. I'm here. Hit my line. <laughs> Hit my DMs. I swear I will be there for you. <laughs> uh, moving on to the main card, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy in the Hell in a Cell. Jeff Hardy's never been in a Hell in a Cell, so I guess that was like one uh, thing off his little bucket list. That was cool, I guess. You know, get to do some shit that you ain't never done before. Uh, all in all, what was your thoughts? I'll let you start it off on this one. What was your thoughts of the match? I I I, would be, I thought it was sick. I thought it was I thought it was dope. A lot of crazy spots. Um, when when uh, Randy put the put the screwdriver in his ear and was turning that shit, bro. Yeah. I didn't think he was gonna make me squeam again, but yeah, bro. I was like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's never gonna put a gauge in his ear again. Right. Good good thing it wasn't rusty. Uh, <laughs> I I the only thing that pissed me off was the ending. Um. Like, you know what I'm saying, Jeff Jeff and Matt have been, you know, talking about you know, all the injuries occurring and this and that. But this dumbass is at the top of a hell of a cell dangling off and falling face first in the tables. Like, you really don't give a fuck, huh? <laughs> I, I kind of, que- yeah, <laughs> I question that shit because it's like, yeah, like you said, with all this talk about, you know, the nagging injuries and shit, you know, and they are getting older. For Jeff, at least, it seems like he's, like, still doing goofy shit to just say fuck it and push himself to the limit. Like, and then and then he dials back on the on the other moves, like uh, the drop kick in the corner where he'll, like, jump up and then, like, you know, kick him. Like, he just falls back on his back now. He doesn't even do the backwards roll out of it anymore. Or when how he used to do the, uh, when the guy's on the ground and he'll grab their, his legs and drop down his legs between their legs, like kind of like in the groin area and shit. Like he even does that different, but you're still doing fucking whispers in the winds. Like you said, off the hell in the cell. Like you're pushing yourself in all these other, for, in these crazy directions, but then you're pulling it back on the simple shit. I don't I, get it. I have a question though. What's up? Where do you go now with Randy? What's, what's, the, ne- what's the next move with Randy? Well, apparently, judging from SmackDown, how he had his little promo where he was in the in the video truck wanting to look back yeah. at the footage and shit, I guess he's just going to have another victim, like you said. Who knows who that's going to end up being, but he's going to end up going in for the kill on somebody else that the fans adore. So, I mean, I, I guess that effectively writes Jeff off of TV. So, I mean, cool shit. I mean, they, did, they went around it the right way. I'm not expecting him to be back in a week or two, even though Randy, with his fucking skin dangling off his leg and shit yeah. that was pretty sick man like obviously that wasn't fucking intended and then, like what that was from the swanton bomb or some shit yeah. onto the chair like yeah that fuck, I, then when they showed the replay you can see like when he went to roll over that chair was still stuck in his fucking leg like oh yeah that had to fucking suck and then still had to power through and then it was like um the fucking belt spot like when randy was whipping jeff he made sure he felt folded the bolt uh, the bolts inward so he was just smacking him with the belt. Fucking Jeff later on in the match gets the belt, and he's just whacking him with the metal spikes. That's how Randy's back started bleeding yeah. and shit. Like, dude, like he looked out for you. Even though he's doing all this crucial shit to your ear, he at least respected the belt part. Like, goddamn, Jeff. Bro was hitting him with the double belt. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Fuck you. But uh, in my opinion, it, it was the match of the night, man. Like, it was a great way to start off the pay-per-view. It was a hot match. Uh, obviously, crazy spots with the ladders and the chairs and then, you know, him dangling off the top and falling through the table and shit. Uh, so, that to me, like I said, like, to me, that was a great way to start the show. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I ain't really care for it. To me, it was just a basic match that we could have saw on SmackDown Live. I mean, and I don't want to sound like I'm being like rude about it, but that's just my personal opinion. Like, I feel like that match could have took place on SmackDown Live, same outcome, everything, and it wouldn't have, you know, it would have been the same effect for me. It wouldn't have been like, damn, this should have happened at a pay per view. Like, okay, because I'm not. I mean, I I'm not really digging the Becky heel turn that they're trying to force on us, and she's just you know being a trooper going through with the shit, still trying to you know, talk heel shit, but I'm not really rocking with the angle or the shit. Good for her that she's finally champion after what they said, two years or something like that. So, you know, congrats on that. But like other than that, I, the match didn't really do nothing too special for me. Uh, and and I, I, I want what I say to be taken as this has nothing to do with being a female or them being females. But that shit should have been on the pre-show. Uh, I guess if you're going to have a title match, yeah, especially considering the project that came out of the, that match. The, the quality of match was bullshit. Okay, so you're sitting there. We have to watch a video package before every fucking thing now. Yeah. So yeah. you're sitting there putting together this, uh, this footage package, and you got Corey Graves stressing how they've been working together for years. They're best friends. Then why the fuck are you botching two minutes into the match? Yeah, you know, the way I feel about that kind of shit, like, I feel like if you guys have worked for as long as you guys did, all the way dating back to NXT, like, come on, man, you guys have had hundreds of matches, it feels like, at least, never mind the shit that's been on live events that's not even televised, so it's just like, you guys should have chemistry down to AT, you guys should be able to do everything just fluidly, <laughs> you know what I mean, but I mean, not saying that there's not going to be any hiccups. Of course. Hiccups are going to happen every match. I'm not really expecting a crisp match where nothing, fuck, you know, no missteps. Did, but come on, man. This was my great. Two minutes in a match you're watching. And it looks slow and it just looks like you, it, it, it looks sloppy to me. I could see 15, 16 minutes in a match you're, you're a little winded. Yeah, maybe yeah, fuck something yeah. up. <laughs> Two minutes in a match should be crisp, nothing fuck up. Especially how long you guys known each other and worked together. This match, this match genuinely pissed me off because I like both of the both of the girls, and I and I felt like it, it was honestly a waste of time. That that match was not pay per view standard. That was a fucking SmackDown Live match, maybe yep. the first or second match of the show. And and the way you guys built this up, like it was, I I was I had high expectations for this match. Like I had out of the roof expectations. You you see what the girls in All In are doing, showing the fuck out, but then we but then we gotta but then we gotta watch this shit. Yeah, I had that exact thought when I was watching it back, man. I'm just like, you know, like maybe we got spoiled from All In, but it's like it, it opened my eyes to like, you know, for the longest I was like, damn, you know, WWE is really doing the damn thing with the women and they're getting the best of the best out there, and we're getting some great matches. Yeah, while that is true, there's even better out there. So it's like, yeah, watching that shit, I'm like, come on, man, y'all, y'all are better than this, and, and that, or at least what, I that, was thinking you guys are better than this. Like, come on, man. I've seen Charlotte have way better matches. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's no doubt about it, and it just, it honestly, bro, I was, I was, I was really pissed after that match. I was like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like it was a shit show. Oh yeah, yeah, by by no means. Yeah, no. yeah but 
man, bro, I, I was expecting that match to be just straight fire. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping it was going to steal the show. <laughs> right. Be, ju- just because all the history and everything. Are all we the, wrong all... for having the expectations? Like, I mean, it's, and to the listeners, listeners, I pose that question. Like, are we just out of our minds for expecting the shit that we expect? Because, I mean, like I said, would you guys having that tenure with each other? We're just expecting, I mean, not a fucking five-star caliber match but come on man so can we get like at least a four you know at fuck, least fuck, give me a three and a half <laughs> if, as long as you give me a three and a half every time i can't be mad you know but i mean oh but you know I how mean, did you feel though like you know about her winning though you you cool with that or well because yeah. obviously now they're gonna do to keep it going charlotte got to get her rematch oh yeah well obviously everybody has a fucking clause in their contract how they always get a rematch everybody gets a fucking contract clause um I mean, me personally, I think they have to redeem themselves. They have to keep going. You know, you have to have a better match than that. Yeah, hopefully at the next uh, next collision they do something better. Well, hopefully. there's like 17 pay-per-views within the next three months, so who knows? That shit's sick. <laughs> Man. Uh, I guess moving on to Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose for the Raw Tag Team titles. Now, I got to say through the door, I... After thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I don't really see them pulling. They could, but I don't see them pulling the trigger, though, and letting the Shield have all the Raw titles. Like, because that would just be pointless. I mean, yeah, you look at NXT and, like, yeah, you know, they had Adam Cole had the North American and the guys had the tags, but there was still an extra title out there floating. So I was like, yeah, I can't see it. Maybe after Seth drops that belt, I don't know who the fuck he's going to drop that belt to. But then, yeah, I could potentially see Roman Universal and then Dean and Seth being tag champs. But I got to say that through the door. I didn't expect it. But all in all, man, like all four of them dudes are are great, man. Like I've been saying, I got to give Ambrose some more praise. Ever since his return, I've been digging him as a wrestler. And I was and this is coming from somebody that was not interested in him at all. I was always bored. I used to hate the you know, bounce through the ropes, come back, or, or you know, bounce off the middle turnbuckle when he's running and coming back and clothesline. I hated his whole wrestling style. But ever since he returned, man, and then to be inserted with someone like Dolph Ziggler, someone like Drew McIntyre, and then we all know, you know, how Seth Rollins gives it up. So it's like, yeah, great guys to have matches with, but I'm kind of like we need to kind of phase out of this a little bit. What was your opinion about the match, and what do you think about this angle, like where we're going with it? Um, I, I, I generally thought the match was good. Like I, three and a half, a really decent, solid match. I had no fucking complaints about, um, yeah, Dean, once again, he's showing out. You, you could just tell, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was at home one day and was like, yeah, I need to do better. And just came back with just. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Did you have a talk with someone? What? But whatever it is, he, man, he, it, I, it's going great. He had to Keep have he, he had to have sat there and was looking at his position in the company, looking at the quality of his matches. And he, I personally don't think he was injured. I think they told his ass to go home, or I think they said. Oh no, that, you didn't hear supposedly about. Um, I guess he said in the interview that when he had surgery, I, I guess that's I don't I forget exactly my fault, people. But I forget whether he said it was whether during the surgery or after the surgery while recovering, he almost died. I didn't know nothing. Yeah, so, I mean, I I was with you at first on the whole, like, yeah, this motherfucker wasn't really injured. It wasn't nothing going on. Maybe he had a nagging little injury. You know, go heal that up. Go take some couch time. 
But for to hear this little bit of this interview and them say that, like, oh, damn, that's pretty obviously almost dying is pretty fucking serious. Yeah, well, then I apologize. <laughs> so um, I, like, oh. I did not know that. Right. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, only th- I only thought that because he came back and was too swole. That's why I'm like, how you come back from a shoulder injury? <laughs> and and not 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 even just swole, just a better worker in general. Yeah, because like, you that's yeah, you're not only going to the gym, but you're finding all this time to be in the ring tuning, you're fine tuning your shit like this, you know, yeah. like yeah, and, and pulling out real actual wrestling moves. Like okay, I see. <laughs> that you. doesn't happen all the way. He was gone for like six, seven months. Like I don't think all that takes place. Yeah, surgery, rehab, ring. I don't know, man. Unless you a beastlin, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, damn, I feel bad, but anyways, um, yeah, uh, but overall. I was happy with it. Um, I really like Dolph and McIntyre. And, They're and starting I, to grow on me, like you said. They're starting to grow on me, man. But I don't know. I don't know what. For me, it just personally feels like something's missing. It's not their ring work. It's not. I mean, Dolph, when he talks, he does what he does. And Drew's decent on the mic. He's not like, oh, you know, I got to hear what he's going to say next. But, I mean, like, they're, they'll get fine. Talking get about over fine on that and shit. bloody carcasses. <laughs> Um, but something else, they need something. I don't know if shit, it could be something as small as matching ring gear. I don't know, but it just feels like something tiny is just missing to make them the complete package and could possibly be the, you know, next top tag team and maybe go into a feud with AOP. Oh, that would be dope because I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Like I am Drew McIntyre is a big boy. I got to say, man, like, I hated him back in the day when he was first signed and he was the chosen one. I mean, I hated him back in the day, you know, after him leaving and going to the Indies and, you know, doing what he's done. You know, he's transformed his look. He's transformed the way he's worked in the ring. And I'm 100% a fan, man. Like, that that's called dedication. So when he be talking that fly shit on the mic and on, online about how he be seeing, like, how the roster is just, you know, relaxed and comfortable – I, I 100% believe him. He's been to the promised land before, had that opportunity slide between his fingers, and shit, he ain't going to try to slip up and fuck that up by any means. So, I mean, I wasn't really uh, with the whole pairing at first, but it, like I said, you know, they're starting to rub off on me. I'm kind of like, all right, fuck it, I guess. I'm not going to call them fucking Sean and Diesel 2.0, but, I mean, okay, I get it. <laughs> I fucks with that, that's a, um, But I, I just don't want it to last too long because yeah. I feel like McIntyre – He's be destined go- for great things, man. Yeah, really, really destined to be the universal champion one day. Yes. How long? Let me ask you this. We can't predict it, but just in your opinion, when would you, what would you see? What's the timetable for him being in that in that spot? Because you know they got to take note of this shit backstage. You know Vince got to have his eyes on him just like he had him on him before. So, like, what would you think the timetable would be that we see this happen? I, I would like to at least see a title shot within before the end of the year. Okay. We, we, we still got three months left. I could see within the next three months, yeah, him going for the belt. Not necessarily winning at first, but yeah, at least I getting ex- a shot. Yeah, especially if it's going to be against Roman, I don't necessarily let them – I don't see them let that shit happen. Ro- Ro- Roman <laughs> might fuck around and get a Bob Backlund push five years with the belt. Shit. I'm not down for that, bro. I will be tuning out for that <laughs> shit. I can't. I, I, I swear, can't, if, if, if Roman has his belt for more than a year and a half, bro, I might stop watching the WWE. Yeah, that's that's nuts to me, man. Like I can't, I really fucking can't. Um, moving on to Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles for the WWE title once again. AJ's floating in the middle of the card. Middle of the card. That's getting kind of fucking annoying, man. It's like it's kind of like what they did back in the day when the brand split happened. It's like 
yeah, we'll put that title on the, you know, the old school WCW joint. Like, yeah, we'll throw that title on whoever. It doesn't really matter because we're still more focused on Raw. And it's fucked up because we've already touched on you, the Universal Championship being so new. That doesn't have any fucking, you know, tenure over that fucking belt. Not at all. So that should still be your main prize. It has your fucking name in it still at least. You know what I mean? So to me, that should, despite the changes it's taken over the past couple years, like that still should be your main belt. And for you guys to just, what, because it's a small guy? I know it's not because it's AJ. Like you put him on the cover of your game. You guys know what he's capable of and you guys are giving him his just dues. But like he deserves more when it comes to where his placement comes to these damn pay-per-views. Now that's going to make me miss these uh, separate pay-per-views because at least he would be main eventing the fucking SmackDown one. Mm Mm-hmm. But now that this shit's going to be, you know, co-branded again, we ain't probably never going to see this shit happen. I mean, maybe they might hear the fans and say fuck it one night on a bullshit pay-per-view. But, I mean, yeah. Uh, but but off that, though, I thought it was, you know, it, it was what it was. It was it was a good match. Um, I'll let you start off again before I go into what I was going to say. But, uh, yeah, what, what did you think about it? Uh, once again. Round like, two. Like, like I... Uh... Like I said in the beginning of the show, how do you how do you expect your fans to give a fuck about your main one of your main straps if you don't give a fuck about your main strap? Can 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 we get fucking realistic, dude? Who and, and of course I've never been in the business. I don't know what I'm talking about, but you can't tell me this doesn't damage the reputation of a title. You can't tell me that. It seems like, in their opinion, they just feel like, oh, well, it's on the show, isn't it? We didn't put it on the pre-show. It's on the card. Like, we could have not booked anything for him. That's how it feels. Like, no, that's not good enough. AJ is your best wrestler on your program. At the very fucking least, it should be the co-main event. That's just how I feel about it. If you guys don't want it to be the exact main event and you want your boy Roman, you know, the big dog, to be in the main event, okay, fine, whatever, fuck it. Because in, in your guys' eyes, Raw is the A-show, so fine. Let the A-show be the main event, but AJ should be the match fucking before it. How dare you have a non-title match after that match? That's disrespectful. Despicable. But let me... I digress. <laughs> let me go on to the match. Um, I loved it. Um, I felt like they, they really... They they were they were you know that they didn't hold back man that obviously it's not to the quality of their old match in TNA, but you get like subtle glimpses of it. I feel yeah, like. that's like, what I'm saying. Okay, like, yeah, you you, you got go. the that's feel. Hard hitting shit. I yeah. remember. Like okay, yeah, you really got the feel. Um, I like AJ kind of being more unhinged. Yeah, I, I I like him having some anger behind him because yeah, his gimmick is a little dry at sometimes because he's just you know. You know, the house that AJ built. But overall, though, um, another good match that obviously should have been co-main evented, but can't do nothing about that. Um, I'm happy AJ. Well, I would have liked. Yeah. What did you think of the finish? Because in my honest opinion, this is going to kind of segue into my shit. But, like, what did you think of the finish? I mean, I don't know. At first, upon first look, I was like, okay, that was that was the spot I called for the other pay-per-view. You motherfuckers are late, like, whatever. But then, obviously, when they ran it back and you see AJ tapping. Oh, yeah, okay. So so, so, so this this is my whole thing on that. The ref didn't see it. We don't have replay. 
<laughs> true, true, and that's the angle that WWE's always held down. It's the referee's decision is final. It's 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 on it's on some low key Montreal screw job shit. Like yeah, <laughs> he made his ass tap. He still had him in the in the clutch. So, uh, but once yep, again, three was counted. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's it's hard. It's it's just basically segues to the next month. That's all it really does. Yeah, you know, for the super showdown. But I'm just like to me, it just I, I don't know, man, like. AJ, like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with his character a little bit. You know, I'm trying to gather my thoughts about what I want to say about this, but it's like, you know, they always made him the clean-cut guy, you know what I mean? And then for you to do this, like, you're okay with it? You're cool with it, you know what I mean? Like, you're okay with having that being in the history books or, you know, into at least into our history books of our brains that we know that you did that tapped-out shit technically before he got pinned. So it's just like, I don't know. But like you said, yeah, that's just to keep shit going. Um... It reminded me, what was that match? It was a couple months ago. Like, uh, Brock Brock and Roman, I think it was at the, the greatest... The cage or whatever? Yeah, the greatest Royal Rumble ever, wasn't it? I'm not sure, was that? If, it if, might, if, yeah, it might have been yeah. there. It might have been there, yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes you like, well, is he really the champion? Yeah, man. Like, So it, it really makes you think. Like, you know, it's one of those kind of false finish type shits. Like, man. it really makes you think about everything. But, you know, I mean, hey, at least you got, you know, another month of this and... You know, it's not Randy and AJ or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Me, personally, I didn't have anything really invested in this match. I really don't like mixed match, uh, mixed tag matches. That's why we're not covering that shit here on the podcast. I know it just started, but that's why we will not be covering it here. I don't really yeah, I have zero interest care in for that kind of shit. I mean, I'm interested in the Daniel Bryan and Miz shit. But I, I'm not really interested in the whole, you know, wives being involved part. But anyways, the Miz and Mrs. pick up the win, which was shocking to me. Yeah. Because yeah. I for sure thought they were going to let DB go over this time. That's why I'm just like, okay, for sure, you know, no brainer. And then to see it, like, oh, shit, okay. There's hopefully a big payoff somewhere down the road from this since they keep letting Miz rack up these wins. Because, I mean, I really don't know. You know, you guys hounded this motherfucker to re-sign with you. He finally does it. And what, are you going to just keep letting that say? I don't want to say buried. Buried is not the word. No. It's like you just want to keep letting them get, you know, shit on repeatedly. Shit under- sandwiches. That's two pay-per-views now, man. Yeah. Like, okay, like let's not make it three, motherfucker. You know, he just he's coming back. He's in his glory days now. Let, let him get off where he needs to be. I mean, if he's going to be, uh, you know, the next person to be in the line for the title picture because how that was mentioned on SmackDown, I might as well just get into that, segue that little part. Like, because it was announced on SmackDown that the winner of the next encounter at Super Showdown will be facing the champion, whether that's AJ or Joe. So it's like, yeah, maybe that would be a good way, I guess, to slingshot them into it. Like, okay, you took them two L's, you won when it mattered, and now you're getting rewarded by being in the title picture. Although I wouldn't be mad about Miz being in the title picture. Either way, I'm good either way, but it's been a while, obviously, since we've seen DB in it. So it's like I would want to go with him just off the strength of that. Yeah, Miz Miz is really grown on me, man. Um, I the match was just really annoying to me though, uh, especially how Daniel kept trying to save Maurice, or not Daniel. Uh, the Miz kept trying to save yeah. Maurice the whole fucking. See, because you have shit like that, 
you have shit like that in these matches, and that right there is why I don't care for these kind of matches. Because oh, oh, I almost punched the girl. Oh, because the guy ducked and I almost hit her. Or I'm gonna send him into his girl partner, whether it's your wife or whoever the fuck they got you teamed up with. Shit like that. I'm yeah. That's what and, makes me lose interest. And 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 all on top of that, I really have zero interest in any Bella being on any any match past freaking AJ Styles. Those are the vets. I don't. AJ's not a vet, bro. I don't give shit. <laughs> AJ's a fucking vet, if you ask me. Not at the WWE. They still call him Kid. I think. Kid. I right, man, bro. I'm, I'm JBL so, I'm used so, to piss me off with that shit. Like JBL, what the? F- oh my god. I I okay. I'm y'all 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 are really starting to alienate your fans, dog. Like Brie Bella is on a match past the fucking WWE Championship. Are you kidding me? I have no words for it. They're, they're, it's 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 inexcusable, man. Like like us as consumers, we we can't keep investing our time and investing our money and and energy into this shit if if you keep shitting on us. See, that's the problem, though, Ed. That's been WWE's fucking outlook for the longest. They don't care. That's why they don't listen to fans. That's why it was funny and people were roasting Stephanie's ass on Twitter. I guess because she said at some press conference that they're biggest key to their success is they listen to their fans take a line from j-rock bitch where (laughs) like i want to know where where did you where where do you follow what we say whether we're booing whether we're bitching on twitter where do you listen to us you don't the the (laughs) only time that they really listened was daniel bryan and that took forever Oh, because that was just, that right there was undeniable. That was a fun time in WWE. I wasn't even big on Daniel Bryan at that time, but just to see how over he was with the crowd and they're fucking hijacking the show with chants. Like, they made them change the main of, or their their main event at WrestleMania. Like, when the fuck does WWE do that? So that was their one time that you guys actually, I want to say, were forced, not actually on your own. Oh, oh I, I, <laughs> Let's if, listen. If, if they didn't listen, there probably would have been riots in the streets. Like, <laughs> It's just, you know, I Batista mean, to go on the main event against Triple H for the strap. Oh, yeah, people would have been pissed. Yeah, so, uh, but but overall, man, I mean, I don't know. I didn't care for the fucking match. I didn't, I didn't care for everything around it. Um, I really don't care for Maurice. Miz, I love. Daniel, I love. I don't, I really don't care for Brie or Bella. Yeah, and, Brie Bella's always been trash, and I put Maurice, like, literally, and this is not a knock to her. I just literally put her, like, maybe two notches above the Bellas. Because I can't say that I've ever witnessed a match of hers that was like, that was a pretty fucking good Maurice match. Even when she was back active before the whole Miz and Mrs. shit and her being associated with him, when she was just Maurice. Like, I can't ever recall a match like, damn, yeah, she's she's the one. She should definitely be champ. Like, I never got that vibe from her. So, I, But she's not as bad as the Bellas, though. So, no. Oh, man, when, when they were botching, every time you kept trying to jump through the ropes, I was like, yeah, that proves it right there. Because if a cause if, if – uh, a, a regular guy did that. Do you what? What do you think Vince would have said to him when he came through that curtain, dude? Not to just do it once. Once is like okay, whatever. <laughs> players fuck up <laughs> twice, but twice. It's like, yeah, come on, man. And then it's like they try to play it off, and she tries to play it off. Which okay, I can understand, and I can uh, you know feel you on this. Where you know you obviously you had a child recently. She said that she's a little bit heavier than what she was when she was active in the ring. So. It was like kind of like a misjudgment on her part that she, you know, didn't pick yeah. up enough momentum. 
But it's like, you mean to tell me that you ain't practiced these spots at all? Yeah, and, well, and you're training to come back to this match because it's not like you just came fresh off the fucking couch, threw your little attire on, and just jumped in the ring. Like you had to have practiced these spots, whether it was with Daniel, whether you know they put the little mats out outside the ring for them to do their dives, something. Like I refuse to believe that you just didn't practice this shit and just it was the heat of the moment and I just messed up and didn't gra- you know gain momentum. Like I can't rock with you and shoot you bail on that one. Yeah, well, well, if if you're if you're gonna step in a WWE ring, do not be not prepared for that shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Especially considering where they're placing you on the card. I mean, you're above the WWE champion. Ju- like you should be taking some pride and, in that. And 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 have some respect for the women that have been there. Like you, half these women aren't even making the show, regular Raw and SmackDown. But you're you're getting blessed being right back yep. in main tight in main storylines, being one of the last three matches on a pay per view, and it's like you you just gotta. Like, if you're going to be here, man, you better fully dedicate yourself, man. Like, you can't have a shit match, and you can't have botches, because you already have too much spotlight on you. Hell yeah. Uh, moving on to Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's title. It was Ronda Rousey's first title defense. Alexa Bliss was uh, doing her rematch clause. What was your take on the match? I actually want to hear yours. I want to hear yours first on this one. To me, I like um, like I said the last podcast. Obviously, Ronda's been uh, implementing new moves, which is a big plus in my eyes because that was the main fucking thing. I was so I'm tired of seeing matches of arm whips. Uh, so to me, it was it was a pretty solid match. I mean, she was working over what I believe uh, her her left arm or something like that. I mean, obviously, because you know, get it opened up for the arm bar. But I mean, for it being a Ronda Rousey match, it wasn't bad. Where I feel we might be kind of turning the corner a little bit with her. I'm not going to say, oh, my God, look out, you know, fucking five-star match candidate all the time with her. But if she keeps doing what she's doing and she keeps improving on what she's been doing lately, it's, yeah, we're going to turn the corner definitely with her. And we can get some good matches out of her now because, I mean, I don't know what's next, who she's really going to be moving on to after Alexa Bliss. But uh, hopefully whoever the hell it is, it's somebody else that will be able to work with her and we can get some good quality. But all in all, I did not expect Alexa Bliss to win. Again, Ronda is now the golden chicken in the women's division on Raw. So, yeah, I didn't expect anything. Like, I wasn't expecting a loss there for Ronda. But, like, all in all, just speaking on the match, I, I was pleased with it. I, I was happy with the match, and so I can't complain too much. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Ronda's getting better and better. Uh, I figured she'd after her first couple matches, she would start to catch on quick just because of her background. Yeah. Um. So is Alexa Bliss actually hurt now? It's like official. Yeah, I guess that's uh legit. She's dealing with some numbness. And whenever I hear about numbness in the arms, like, I get fucking nervous because you know that's the shit with Edge and shit, and you know and Daniel Bryan and shit. Like it makes you nervous. Like and then Paige even. Yeah. It's just like yeah, that's serious shit. And so hopefully she can just take a little backseat role. Maybe just, you know, manage and come to the ringside for Mickey or, or Foxy or something for the next couple of weeks or something. Still be on TV and get that, you know, that time. But as far as in-ring work, I would be setting her down because especially how many titles you guys put on her, you can't risk putting her up early like you guys did with Paige. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Paige had way less title reigns than fucking Alexa. So it's like, yeah, let's be smart about it. If you guys put all your chips on, on that, let's be smart. Yeah, uh... I, you know, obviously I, I like her. 
So I hope you know. I really hope you know nothing's too serious. Yeah, for real. Because man. it's one thing to get an injury, but some shit where it's like you know nerve damage, things of that nature. You it really know messes I mean? with your life. Yeah, yeah, like that's some other shit, man. Uh, but yeah, the match was great. Uh, or not great, but it was it was good. Ronda obviously retains. Um, not, but not, but now you've built the monster. Now, now you've built somebody who seems to be unbeatable. So. Please, can we call Oscar to Raw? Pop up on on uh on uh Ronda. Well, see, oh, let actually know what. Supposedly, the rumor is it's gonna be her versus Charlotte. So at some point, you know, they're gonna do that superstar shakeup shit again. Charlotte's probably gonna make her way back to Raw, and and the rumor is as of now, it's gonna be Charlotte versus Ronda at WrestleMania 35. Uh, okay, so this is gonna be my ideal booking. She stays champion. Past this WrestleMania, so next WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. But then I'm just, I'm just saying, really, because I'm like, whoa, you would really, like, yeah, let her ride with that for yeah. that long. Oh yeah, for that long. But then, meanwhile, Oscar's doing her thing at SmackDown, gets gets the SmackDown titles, and then at not this WrestleMania, but the next WrestleMania, you have the first Oscar and Ronda match, and Ronda gets her ass whooped like she did against Holly Holm. Get, it, get the shit kicked out of her for, for her yeah for her for her first loss man i a hey, i'm an oscar fan so hey i wouldn't be mad at that but we know personally. that's not gonna happen that yeah. that's just personally me and how i would book it but once again i can't book it so all right then heading into the main event of the night braun Strowman versus roman reigns for the universal title in a hell in a cell match Now, me personally, I wasn't expecting nothing too crazy. And first of all, we ain't touched on this shit. We ain't touched on it the first time we spoke on it. But uh, I'm not really sure what the fuck Vince is smoking, thinking that the red cell was a good choice. <laughs> like, why? We didn't need it. I mean, if it was a raw branded pay-per-view, okay, I could maybe guess, okay. But considering it was a co-branded pay-per-view, there was no reason for that cell to be red. I, I would have rather you do a blue like old school. Right. Something, man. The the red just kind of threw me off. But anyways, back to the match. I wasn't expecting too much about it. Like, I mean, I kind of had a gut feeling Braun wasn't going to win, man, because now the belt's on Roman, and that was the fucking plan. For, it's been the plan for five years now. So it's like, it is what it is. I mean, they're trying their damnedest to push Braun into the heel side. So it's like, yeah, that kind of confirmed it for me. Like, yeah, he's probably not going to win. They're going to make him look, you know, cool by letting him declare when he's cashing in so he doesn't look like a pussy. So, I mean, they gave him his his, his points on that. But other than that, like, yeah, it was just I knew he wasn't going to retain. Um, to me, there wasn't no crazy shit that really stood out to me. I mean, I'm comparing it to the earlier first match with Jeff and Randy. So I'm like, yeah, that was just a decent match inside of a cell. I forgot what led to other people coming out to the ring. Yeah, well, uh McIntyre and uh, Dolph came out and they were trying to break in, but the refs wouldn't let them, and that's when she, the rest of the Shield came out. Yeah, and then yeah, just you know, every Hell in a Cell match or event type shit, there got to be a point where they get on top of the cell. Um, or did getting... you catch? It was really early in the match. It looked like Braun got a three count. Yeah, Mick Foley fucked the count up. You had one job, Mick. That's it. 
don't count the fucking three that early into the match. You had one job. You've been in the ring and around the business too. And, he, and he's been a re- guest referee a lot of times. So yeah, he did. He so, did botch that shit. But they botch just, number one. They just went on with it. <laughs> I was, and I'm, I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, no way. I was like, call the match. It's over. Right, technically, but it's over. Give, give him the belt. You fucked up. We fucked this pay per view up. <laughs> Let's go back to the drawing board. I and, and I understand, like, yeah, you fucked up. You got to keep going, but. I would have ended that shit like, no, it's done now. If 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 I was Vince, I'd have been running out like he did at that Royal Rumble, <laughs> fucking screaming and everything. Man. Mother, you fucked it up. Um, that was a fuck up. I was yeah, I, I yeah, the match just I don't know, I wasn't really that into it, man. And then I was just because I figured Roman was gonna fucking retain, so I, I it didn't have my interest. And then out of nowhere, fucking Brock's music hits. Well, yeah, before we, before we get to Brock. There's a couple of spots in the match. Braun was fucking Roman up. Like I was, I was genuinely at, at a certain point in the match. I was like, Braun's gonna beat him. Bra- Braun had his ass damn near out, out, out. And uh, obviously, you know, uh, their 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 partners all came out and fought. And yeah. obviously, uh, Seth what, and, Dolph uh, and Zo- uh, Dolph. Dolph had that semi-crazy spot where they fell into the tables and uh Seth almost totally missed the table <laughs> like Foley did that one night um <laughs> but yeah so I hear Bro- I hear Brock's music and I'm like come on man yeah are we really doing this and uh just and then the ending just really fucking blew me you have him come out smash everybody apparently nobody from their people are up at all for them to even try to beat up Brock it's like, okay, so this is how we're ending a pay-per-view. A yep. no contest for the fucking How how do you how do you, how do you want to push a belt so fucking bad but you treat it like shit? How? I don't understand that either. So 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 you're trying to build this belt up and be prestigious. I personally don't give a fuck about the fuck about the belt at this point. Me personally. Yeah, I can agree too. I really don't until it gets on somebody that I could really rock with, I'm not really worried about it right now. Especially now that Brock's reintroduced into the picture. I, it, which I can, I guess we'll use this point to segue in, segue into the Raw segment. It was announced that Braun versus Brock versus Reigns at the Crown Jewel event that's going to be happening in Saudi Arabia or whatever. Because we haven't seen this before. I feel like hopefully they just threw a bag at Brock just to, you know, because they want big guys. They want big stars over there. Whoever the fuck's funding that, whatever Prince or whatever is funding that event, whoever the fuck's behind that, they they have their list of people they want. That's why JR and King were doing the announcing and shit. So maybe they want Brock, and maybe they were able to throw the bag at him thanks to the Fox deal. And hopefully that's just what it is. That's going to be Brock's rematch. Um, he'll probably end up losing. Because I don't see him getting the strap back that damn quick, especially with them knowing how dissatisfied us fans were with his title reign. I don't see him getting the belt. I just think it's just you know cash grab for him. He's probably getting close to seven figures or some shit. Oh, he's and, getting at and, least 1.5. And then that's going to be it. I mean, I don't know who's going to walk. I mean, Reigns could probably still walk out of there, but I, I just think that's just what it is. I just think Brock's just here for this fucking pay-per-view that's coming up. They need yeah. more star power. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's whatever, dude. Like, obviously, Saudi Arabia paid him another fat bag, and Brock got his cut out that, believe me. And and I'm surprised the UFC is really going to let him do a match after he uh, entered back into the uh, testing pool. 
I mean, he's technically he's technically suspended till uh, the end of the year, so he's not going to fight. But you yeah. know damn well what happens if he breaks something. You're you're gonna mess up plans for Daniel Cormier. I w- I would be like, no, nah, we're not doing this. I don't care how much they're paying you. <laughs> uh, your girl Nia Jax returned. It was just good to see her returning. It was even though it was just a tag match or whatever, nothing special came from it. But it was good to see her back on TV. She's been gone for a couple weeks. Yeah, it's it's always good to see her back. Um, just I w- I would like a rematch between her and Ronda. Yeah, hopefully at some point she gets shuffled back in. You know, yeah, she had to step back because of whatever nagging injury she had. But, like, yeah, especially now that Bliss is dealing with her shit, like, yeah, just shuffle the cards a little bit, let her get in there. Well, well, because they never really got a real finish because Alexa Bliss came in and fucked it up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. They should do that. Other than that, did anything else stand out to you on Raw? Because I was like, okay, cool, Nia's back. Other than that, it was your typical shit. It was, yeah, and and I I don't feel like, Wasting time on stuff I'm not really vested in, and it wasn't really dope to me. Yeah, we can switch to uh, SmackDown then. We already touched on uh, Daniel Bryan and Miz being announced for, you know, the winner at Super Showdown to face the WWE champion. But uh, Aiden English finally got fed up with uh, the bullshit, and I guess Rusev Day is over. I mean, well, not Rusev Day, but Aiden English and Rusev's tag team is over. That was quick. Once again, how we said before, you know, just another thing that was a sure thing, and you guys had to fuck that up. Not because you guys just threw them together for whatever goofy-ass reason, but the crowd took to them, and you guys had to fuck that up somehow. But according to Stephanie McMahon, they listened to the fans. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so the fans wanted that. I can't believe I ignored all the deafening boos (laughs) every time they were out there. Like, yeah, that's my fault. Maybe I'm tripping. I, come on, man. I just, at this point, man, I'm just sounding like a broken record. Like, come on, guys, man. Like, yeah. just do better, man. Like, I just want to know where do we go from here? I mean, Rusev's going to be Rusev, but what about poor Aiden English, man? Because I don't see him as a single star. I don't. I mean, I would like him to succeed, but I, it just makes me nervous about his position in the company after this shit, man. Yeah. Like, I, I would hate to see that shit come across the timeline about they fucking, you know, wish him his best in his future endeavors, man. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to see that shit. shit let, let, you know what, man? At this point, man, if, 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 if I'm a WWE wrestler and, and I'm constantly getting shuffled around like this, I would ask for my release. Like, come on, man. Like, I can go do, go on the independent scene and go, and go do something and be something with more importance at this point. True, true. Um. Ain't gonna talk about the match, but like I gotta just pose a question about Andrade, man. Uh, do you think it's time that he gets a run with a title? I mean, obviously the officials have been impressed by him just by the matches and and shit that he's been doing lately, and he's been racking up the W. So it's like whether it's even for the U.S. Like, should it be him versus Knock for the United States? Like, do you think it's time for him to get a title for real now, or or what do we do with him? That would be the ideal next match for Nakamura for me. Like, that's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, obviously, he's, he's racking up W, so you have to kind of give him his, his respect at a certain point, and hopefully within the next month or two, he does have at least a shot at a belt because you can't tell me he's not a, a, a damn good wrestler. For real. He's he's a legit former New Japan wrestler. Yeah. A legit like wrestler. Former IWGP Intercontinental Champion and shit, so it's like, yeah, they don't just put them belts on whoever. They put it on Jericho, for God's sakes. Yeah. Uh, other than that, nothing too much else on SmackDown for me. Uh, 
switching to Wednesday, the new day for 205 Live. The show's been moved. At first, I was like, what the fuck? But I guess I'm kind of cool with it because last year, when the, or not last year, but last time when this mixed match challenge shit was going on, we were getting like half an hour episodes of uh, 205 Live because they expected everybody to go run and be on Facebook and go watch that bullshit. So they were taking away from the already less time that we had for our cruiserweights. So I'm kind of happy that they're going to keep the same hour. I guess they're still, I guess now they're taping before SmackDown Live, which I guess could be a plus, but I guess they didn't have everybody in the arena. So it's like, you guys got to do this shit right. You can't have them in there getting, you know, no reaction because you want to tape them at the end of the night. And you can't have them in there barely getting a reaction because everybody's still outside. You can't do that shit, man. Like, if you're going to, like, that kind of fucks up the product a little bit because it's like, that crowd's dead. You know what I mean? Little shit like that plays into it. But, like, other than that, I'm happy about the move. Hopefully, as time goes on, it gets better. To, I, I, in a personal opinion, you know, in my personal opinion, I feel like they should uh, move 205 Live down to full sale. There's no reason for them to be really, like, you know, you guys spending the budget to be moving these guys around, to be traveling with SmackDown and shit just for the show to be on on Wednesday anyways. Just do it at 205 or at a full sale. 205 Live will have a better vibe in that kind of a setting, I feel like. The crowd down there is always hot. So I just think it would make for better atmosphere on 205 Live. And how, how, do you, how do you feel about the move and shit like that? Yeah, uh, I agree. It, it should it should definitely be they should have their own time slot where they're going to have a full crowd because some of these guys are some real athletes and real workers and and ju- just imagine selling out indie shows all the time then you come to 205 live and you got 200 people there that are tired or not even there because they're still outside or grabbing yeah. popcorn getting their drinks it's like yeah i mean it just needs to have more importance man like like i've been saying the past couple weeks 205 live is a dying brand and you can't tell me it's not for real it's like like i said triple h doesn't seem to be putting that much umph into the shit man like you took over creative over that shit and it's just like i expected great things and it just seems like it's on the decline like 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 either either make it an hour and a half and sign some new talent or they are putting people, I've been saying this shit, and I, I was going to save it for the NXT segment, but since we're just talking about it now, like, yes, they need more people. Like, why is this Humberto Carrillo dude on NXT? He, I guess he's the fucking nephew of Hector Garza. You know what I mean? Like, he's been a luchador. He's donned a mask before. So regardless if you put him in the mask or not, that is another fresh face cruiserweight that you already have on your fucking payroll. Why is he on NXT? I don't know. Uh, quick question. Was I tripping? Or did TJP pull out Buddy's mask? Yeah, he was doing some heel shit. That, you can't do that. Jericho did it. Other people do it. They just did it on Impact where fucking Sammy Callahan was trying to rip off fucking Pentagon Jr.'s mask. I, you, you just heel shit. You, you can't do that. They just covered their face as long as their face is covered. Even though sometimes somebody in the crowd might fucking snap a photo before they're fully covered. I, I forget don't, about that part. It's a different day and age. It's ain't WCW where you can do that shit and nobody's going to really get a photo of it. Like, yeah, motherfuckers got smartphones with HD cameras, bud. And, and, and okay, I, obviously I'm not somebody who was watching the wrestling in the 70s and 80s and shit. But like that, uh, having a mask is a sacred thing. 
It just played into the match, though. I understand. I understand. I understand. Hey, yeah, TJP, he's a heel. I understand. No, not even that. Like, they even said on commentary, like, that's why he ended up losing the match. He rather, because he didn't have his mask and, the, uh, you know, hiding his identity is more important than finishing a match. So they even played into that sense, like, because that shit is a part of that whole lucha culture. Like, yeah, like, you can't, ain't nothing wrong against that, because motherfuckers even put their masks up against it. So with him getting his mask taken off, ain't, like, I don't know what you're trying to point at. Like, it was heel shit on his part. They, he sold it like, yeah, I'm a fuck this match. I got to cover my face. I'm going to take this because nothing really happened. He just kept his fucking face covered. I, I Look, I understand. I understand, like, but it's to me, it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's like, that's his identity. And you're just, you're basically doing some Randy Orton shit and you're erasing his identity. That's wild to me. And, and that, that shit should be strictly for a huge buildup and a huge title match for you to do that shit, or 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 like something, not just a random two hundred five episode, dude. And obviously he covered his face, so whatever. But it's just, man, you're you're emasculating him, kind of. You know, that's the way I felt about it. Like you're, I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way, man. I didn't like that shit, dude. I ain't seen nothing wrong with it. I was like, okay, I mean, something different besides what a fucking roll up and me pull on your trunks or use my legs on the rope. Yeah, so that's I mean, why, I can that's see, why that. I, I can see that. Yeah. Like, cause, yeah, I mean, yeah. And then plus there, I don't know why they're so happy with T. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I guess he's okay as a heel. I don't really have too many complaints, but they just want to keep pushing him as a heel, man. So I guess that's just another layer. <laughs> uh, Drew Gulag versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight title. Uh, I got to say through the door, this is way better than their previous encounters. <laughs> Where was this on the fuck? Where was this on the fucking pay per view? That's what I question too. Like, what what the fuck's the difference? Like, did you guys see the feedback online about motherfuckers complaining about your match and talking about how it was trash and how they expected better from you or like whatever it was that lit that fire? Thank God, because this match was actually worth watching. This is the match I expected on the pre show. That's the that's that's the hard Not all hitting those match. Botches and bullshit. You know yeah, I mean? like come on, man. Instead of having an eight minute match with seventeen botches, like dude. That's what we should have had. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they just both of them were just off that night, or that's been, just how, they, or that's just how they booked it. But it was just to me the match was dope. I I thought it was dope how Gulak did a high flying move, tried yeah. to pull something out the bag yeah. real quick. <laughs> Actually had him going outside of his normal routine for that. Yeah, I dug it too. Um, I I I like the the. How how they just keep working on Cedric Alexander's neck, like you know the yeah the, the ring work with it. I thought it was dope, um, but once again Cedric Alexander retains. Yeah, I definitely didn't expect him to lose, but I, I don't know. Like I said before, I'm I might be time for a new champion, and I think that's where we might be heading at Super Showdown. You know, Buddy Murphy's gonna be in his home country and shit. Cedric Alexander's been undefeated in America in 2018, so. It's like, yeah, I guess I wouldn't be mad at it. Buddy Murphy's, you know, he's earned his keep with me. I was not sold on him when he first came, but I'm a fan of him now. So, I mean, I think that's where we might be heading. Oh, got to give props to Drew and uh, Cedric Alexander for that fucking slinky fucking <sighs> suplex. Shit. That was dope. That, that I was... can honestly say, me personally, I don't watch every product out there. So, I mean, if this happened before, forgive me. But for me personally, I've never seen that done before. So that was amazing to me. That 
that move could have went really wrong, really yeah, bad. Yeah, really bad, especially on Cedric's part just because of his neck. Drew would have been fine, but, you know, for him going that low and pulling on you back, yeah, that could have been something bad, a pull, tear, something. Or, or, or how you're falling out the ring. Eh, you could have landed the wrong way and broke your leg or something. something like, man. There, there's so much things that could have went wrong, and, and for how perfect it went, bro, I was – I was like, okay. I was like, okay. This is what I wanted on the pay per view. You idiots! Gee, like, <laughs> how are you just gonna show out like that on just a regular episode? I don't know. I loved it though. I'm, I'm glad we got that match, man. It was. Yeah, if you guys didn't see it uh, out there, the guys listening, if you ain't catch it, make sure you go back and watch it. It, it was actually worth watching. It wasn't like the previous ones. They yeah, were damn near twenty minutes, I think. Yeah. Well, so because uh, I don't, I used, uh, I usually don't watch it live. Yeah. Because I want to know how much time it is. Yeah. And so the first match got done, and obviously there's only two matches on the episode. And I was like, damn, this is going to be like a 25, 30-minute match. I was like, okay, better than an eight-minute match. Yeah, definitely. So I was like, okay, I was I was, I was, was just happy with it all, totally overall. And then I was happy that his uh, dumbass goonies got kicked out of ringside. Yeah. Should've, he should have been disqualified. Yeah. They even said it on commentary that he could be disqualified for that. So it's like, yeah, you guys be aware of the little fuck-ups and shit, but y'all just power through it. Yep. Moving on to NXT, uh, the highly anticipated title versus title match between Pete Dunne and Ricochet. Gotta say, it was damn near, in my opinion, maybe I'm jumping out the window with this, but it was damn near a takeover caliber type of matchup. Oh, yeah. A lot of hard-hitting, a lot. I mean, it wasn't super, super spot-heavy. But, I mean, Ricochet did his typical shit, what Ricochet does. And to me, it, it was a good match. It, it, it was a really good match. I was excited for this shit leading into it. Uh, what was your take on it before we get to the to the ending result? Uh, I love how Pete Dunne damn near kept Ricochet grounded. He kept just chain wrestling the whole time, yep. trying to manipulate the joints. And, of course, I'm like, a huge Pete Dunne fan, and I I love Ricochet, but you could just tell, man, like those guys are some of the top in their profession. Both of them, they are one of the tops in their profession. Yeah. I was just shocked when uh when they you know stood again, stood in front of each other in the beginning of the match. I was like, damn, they're the same height. <laughs> I was like, damn, Pete, you really got to start getting some muscle, dog. Some, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I mean, back and forth, um just a technical match man like real a technical beauty to me i'm not gonna say five star but that was pretty much as close as you're gonna get to a five star without it being a five star especially for an nxt matchup yeah uh, for you know so, a, yeah. a regular show a regular weekly show yeah my only complaint i mean i look at it from both sides but i wasn't really satisfied with the ending you know like this is a historical match right here you know, for you guys to book this match, title versus title, and for it to end with the boys coming out and jumping on them. Like, on one side, I can look at it as, okay, Undisputed Era is softening up Ricochet, so, you know, Adam Cole can slide in, do his heel shit, and get, you know, get a match. And, you know, get you know get one over on a beating up Ricochet. But then I still go back to my original feeling about that was a match that was supposed to mean something, that was supposed to go down in the history books of NXT that somebody became a double champion. Whether it was Pete Dunne or Ricochet, I would have been fine with whoever. But, like, I just feel like that match was billed to be something historic. But then again, I should have been smart, smarter, considering the fact that it wasn't booked for a fucking pay-per-view. It was going to take place on NXT. So it's like that kind of should have told me that there was going to be no title change. 
But uh, like that shit did kind of rub me the wrong way in the beginning because I'm just like, nah, man. Like you guys made us wait two weeks for this. This is a pretty you know big stipulation, and just for it to roll out like that, I wasn't really rocking with it at first. How did you feel about it ending the way it did? I'm gonna be honest. About a minute and a half into the match, I it, it just dawned on me. I'm like. Adam Cole's going to come out and interrupt this match, and it's going to be they're both going to retain their titles. I called it literally a minute and a half into the match. I'm like, <laughs> why do I have this feeling in my stomach? Adam Cole is going to come out and end this match. And of course, sure enough, um, I'm happy with it because I didn't. I knew Ricochet wasn't going to win because Ricochet is not going to be on NXT UK. Yeah, and I I kind of felt Pete Dunne wasn't going to win because Pete Dunne. Already has a belt and he's been holding it for he has a, he's the longest reigning belt holder in the WWE right now, so yeah. I I almost fully expected him not to have two titles, and then when I when I had that feeling I was like yeah they're both not going to lose their title tonight. <laughs> yeah, all in all though, good. I mean, it wasn't too much on NXT, but that, yeah, yeah, that, the, that match made it worth the, watching. The girls, the girls tag match was actually pretty good, dude. Oh yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, by any means, it wasn't I, bad. I, I, I'm a, I'm really starting to like uh, Deanna Perazzo. Told she, you, she, she, I, I like her style. Um, I, I'm, I really like Lacey Evans. Dakota Kai's good to me. Yeah. So I, to, to me, I, I'm gonna be honest, man. I was like, okay, I, I, I can. I like that, especially a tag match. You really don't see a girls' tag match on NXT. Yeah, true. That that was rare to me, so I was like, okay. I was like, I like it. And then the the other girl, I forgot her name, the one that was in the in the Burberry uh, pants. Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah. She uh she wasn't too bad either. I like the well, fuck. She's been there forever, man. So she she better be improving. Fuck, you've been there for <laughs> four or five be. years. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, Lacey and uh, Lacey got the win, but uh. Yeah, but overall though, I was like, man, that, I mean, it wasn't a five star match, but it was, I, it was I was, I was pretty solid. happy with it, dude. That that was better than some of the tag matches we get on Raw and SmackDown with the girls. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but moving on to the news and rumors, is Matt Hardy retiring, or do you think he's working us? I'm not gonna lie, when you sent me the notes last night, I'm like, holy fuck, is he working us? <laughs> he's he's been posting pictures for months. Yep, and you know. Like, it's a retirement thing. The biggest give. let me just say this to you real quick. The biggest giveaway to me is WWE is really going to piss off their last Matt Hardy appearance at a live event. If you were really going to ride out into the sunset and be done, you'd think that they wouldn't save that for some type of match. Something. They wouldn't do that for some type of Raw or a pay-per-view. They would just let you finish off at a live event, Matt Hardy, and you're done. You're going to retire. Yeah, I mean, Dad, that does make sense. But I mean, maybe he was just deleted. Who knows? Um, I do, and 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 when you sent me the notes, I I really had to rack my brain. I was like, yeah, it does make sense. It being a work because Jeff's still working hard, and after this match, you could really start to see him maybe be brother Nero like full time. Yeah, and. The really... only thing is missing is Matt. I mean, he's doing the face paint again. He's doing the delete chance. So, I mean, basically, and Matt said that it's time for Woken Matt Hardy to retire. He didn't say Matt Hardy or Broken Matt Hardy. He did say Woken. So, it just made me question it. Makes me question it a little bit. That's why I'm like, yeah, it might be a fucking word. 
Like I, I'm not gonna bite a hundred percent on this on this uh, bait. Yep, uh, I agree with you. I because you know these these brothers keep talking about oh they're you know they got nagging injuries and shit, but you got Jeff jumping off, you know, falling off the top of a hell in right. a cell, face first into a fucking table. He's obviously he can't be that hurt, right? If you're willing to do that shit, and it's not WWE forcing you, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're you guys are probably just hamming it up. Yeah, you guys are, and I, and I respect wrestlers that do that kind of shit and try to make a storyline and stay to a storyline instead of just I'm hurt on TV, but you see me on my Instagram or Twitter, like just living normal and shit, like no nagging injuries. So I mean, I, I could appreciate it, but I'm not biting though. I think we're gonna get him the return, but as broken Matt Hardy. Since he's been officially the owner of the of the shit for some quite some time now, so he's free to use it. So I, I think that's what it is. They'll probably just reference the woken shit for his time as working with Bray, but then when he switches over to uh, Broken, it'll probably just be him and Jeff again as the Broken Hardies. And yeah, I, but but then I think that'll be their last run, a good last year, yeah. one year run with yeah, it. Yeah, let let them have free creative control over what they're doing with their with their promos or whatever vignettes they do. Maybe have a couple more uh, Hardy compound matches. And yeah, I would I would say it would be time a good time to hang it up. I mean, unless Jeff wants another solo title, main title run, then maybe that's a different conversation for a different day. But, I mean, unless, the, you know, barring that, yeah, I, I think that would be a good way for him to ride off. Uh, and then the last thing, uh, supposedly the rumor is Rey Mysterio signed a two-year deal with WWE. Another wrestler that tries to keep things mum, you know, he was just recently in an interview talking about uh, nothing's confirmed and... He's enjoying doing what he's doing. You know, he's sure at some point he'll be back. But right now, it, you know, he doesn't know. And then, like, two days later, boom, this rumor pops up. So uh, how do you feel about having Ray back in the WWE? I personally don't want it. I don't re- I don't care for it. Um, because what do you have for him? He's not going for a belt. He's not he's, – You are, do you think this this – because I can see maybe Ray back in 2007. Do you, do you see this Ray going against Rusev? I don't, I don't, I don't see any. Unless he's going to two hundred five live, what else do you have for him, man? What, what else? I don't understand. I don't understand this. Okay, I, un- I understand. We all have nostalgia, you know. We all like our people from back then. We are in a new generation now. We do not need to see Ray. We don't need to see Triple H. We don't need to see Undertaker. Let it. Let the past be the past. Go on the network if you want to see that shit. Because, because at this point, I'm done with it. And, and I love Ray. And and if you got something, if you really have some real creative shit for him, okay, I'm fine with it. But don't sit there and bring him in so he can take a spot from a young kid who needs that look. We are in a new generation now. We ha- you have too much talent for what? Where where is Ray gonna fit? We ha- we already have half the roster, not even making Raw or SmackDown. So you're gonna have this guy take somebody's spot for what? And un- unless he's gonna be at the PC training people. I don't, I, and that's just me, man. I, I love Ray. One of his biggest fans. Happy when he got the, uh, the heavyweight championship, even though he's a lightweight. You know, it's just, to, to me, it's just, man, quit the nostalgia bullshit, man. You, you, you got Seth Rollins, you got Kevin Owens, you got Braun, unfortunately Roman. <laughs> he's not going for a main title and he's not going for a mid title. Unless unless he appears on 205 Live facing Cedric Alexander for the strap, I don't want to see it. But what are your thoughts? 
If I had to guess, I can either see him doing something with 205 Live or they're going to slot him in for a main title because obviously the – Unless they're going to put him on SmackDown, and then maybe I could see them pulling a fucking trigger on an AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio match. I could I could totally see them pulling the trigger on that, but those, that's my two guesses, though. I would I would have to say something to, do, to try to bring more eyes to the Cruiserweight product since he's like a Cruiserweight legend and put him on 205 Live, or they're just going to have him be in the mid-card or maybe go against Nakamura. I mean... I definitely see him going to SmackDown. SmackDown's like always kind of been his home when he's been with WWE. I mean, he's been on Raw before, but like whenever they do the brand splits, he's normally on SmackDown. So I could see them doing it either way. They could do it, you know, 205 Live or SmackDown. And if AJ's champ, I could see them pulling a trigger on a match like that just to see what they can get. He's a little guy. AJ's not going to struggle with putting the Styles Clash on him or no shit like that. So that would be a match they could possibly do, or yeah, like I said, because other than that, they're not. Gonna, I don't think they're gonna just use Rey Mysterio like a in a Shelton Benjamin role where he's just around. You know, yeah, you remember this guy, and he might have a match this week. Like, no, nah, they're definitely not gonna do that. So yeah, I'm interested. Though. I'm interested in seeing where they're gonna slot him at. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about is: Do you think the WWE is doing way? too much right now oh yeah i mean that's obvious everyone online's even saying it like they are promoting too many products at one time and it's just, just kind of dumb on their part you know instead of fucking rushing everything in a month's time how about you get rid of some of these dumbass you know pay-per-view names i mean it's just it's going to be the same set so i can't act like we're going to gain something you know cool with a different set but some of these pay-per-views that motherfuckers really like, you know, fast lane or some shit like that. Like, get rid of one of these bunk-ass pay-per-views, and you could have replaced it with one of these. You know, like, so, yeah, they're doing way too much. They're rushing everything, you know, and it's kind of hard to, like, keep up with the the segments that are going to what pay-per-view and shit. So it's just kind of like, uh, I mean, besides that Super Showdown, I, I just that show to me is just a bullshit show. Yeah. They got paid. They're just going to bring their superstars over there, and they made a bullshit belt that means nothing that Braun won last year. So it's like it's just some bullshit to please them over there. But other than that, like, that shit means nothing. But as far as, like, having, you know, the Hell in a Cell, that, and then fucking Evolution, then you kind of got this May Young Classic tournament shit going plus, on plus, plus you got the mixed tag team. Uh, yeah, you guys got a lot of shit going you on. You got 205 so. Live, NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Plus you're going to be doing the XFL in a year. After I, this I'm show. telling you, I really hope shit takes a change when that shit actually starts up. I'm really hoping we see a different change because I don't care how everybody talks about Vince being a madman, blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker, you cannot run two businesses like that. You are not going to be able to be as involved. <laughs> like, you got to pick a side. You're not going to be able to oversee XFL and be having a hand in every fucking segment for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to overlook all that. So I'm I'm hoping that shit definitely changes. And once that changes, we, we might get a better product, but and maybe they might slow down on shit. Because, I mean, damn, I mean, with them having the separate pay-per-views, we were getting, like, fucking 16 pay-per-views a year. So it was like, yeah, they drawing it back now, but with all this shit recently, like, yeah, this shit needs to stop. It ain't really a smart move, in my opinion. Uh, I just, I guess, I don't know. They're just doing too much, and quality is better than quantity to me. yeah. We I don't I don't need seventeen pay per views in a year. I don't I don't need three hour shows with fucking one hour worth of actual real product. I I just 
I just need them to wise up, man, because all it's going to take is for some some of these independent uh, these independent wrestlers to say fuck y'all and start their shit in America and and put some motherfucking pressure on y'all. Somebody needs to start putting pressure on y'all because you some we need competition because the WWE just acts like they don't really give a fuck, like ain't nobody's going to beat us. For real. I'm not saying like a WCW, but like fuck, man, something, man. We need something. We we need we need New Japan to get a TV deal over here. Because all all I see online is Meltzer always shitting on the WWE, and saying how it's not even close the two products. Well, we need to start proving that. I because I can't speak on it because I I haven't watched too much in New Japan, but he's basically saying yeah it's not even close. Yeah. And and it, I could see that could could be possible. So I mean I just hope you know somebody starts putting pressure on these people. Yeah, I, I can agree with that because that will be just be better for the, the business as a whole in general. Uh, yeah, other than that, I think for uh, for this week that's gonna about do it. We done recap the hell in a cell and went through this little skimpy week of segments this week. They gave us the Reggie this week again, as always. <laughs> as always. But as always, we'll be back again next week to give you guys some more insight from our point of views. Until then, we'll end up hollering at y'all though. All right, guys. <laughs>